0: Good morning. Welcome to Jesus in Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. And this morning we are in Proverbs 18, verse 15 through 16. I apologize ahead of time. I have a little bit of a dry cough coming on, so if I just start coughing, yeah, that's that's why. Hopefully, it won't happen. So um, let's say a prayer and get into Scripture because this is something new for me today. This passage. It, it really is something new for me. Although I've read this before, there's something I've noticed in this passage I've never caught in the past. So let's pray. Father, thank you for this morning. Be glorified as we study your word. Open our eyes to see truth. Help us to see your glory and draw us near to you. Teach us something new. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, verse 15 and 16 here. Let's just go ahead and read, and then we'll talk about it. Because these two verses, I never realized that they actually connect um, in a unique way. So verse 15 says, An intelligent heart acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before the great you might be thinking, what well, in the world, how does how do these connect in any way whatsoever? And you're right, because typically the Proverbs, many of them do kind of piggyback off of one another. And many of them are just simple, like I say in the past, fortune cookie statements, and the next one is its own little statement, and then the next one's kind of its own thing. But with that, they all they all hinge, they all rest upon the two great commandments. They all tie back into the two great commandments in some way. So, um, let's see here, verse 15. An intelligent heart acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. So, this is pretty much saying the same thing, just in two different ways here. Um, but an intelligent heart is, is a person who, who is not ever satisfied with the knowledge that they have. Okay, they're not really ever satisfied. They want to learn more. They want to know more, they want to understand more. They're a person who who does not just stop learning. They they don't attain more knowledge. And we gotta to remember too that we're specifically talking about spiritual things here. But obviously this can apply in a general sense too um, about all things about life, all types of knowledge. About life you know learning more about the world that you live in learning more about um, um, your, your culture other cultures you know learning a new language learning you know about astronomy learning about biology learning and you know all those things and i think there's there's a a um hint of being in god's image when you're someone who wants to know more you know, you want to watch more documentaries, you want to watch more, read more, you want to know more about things. And I think that's, that's just one of the many reflections of being made in God's image, okay, to seek more knowledge. And so it's always wise to do that. And it's very wise to seek more knowledge about God and who God is, right? The greatest commandment is to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. What is one way that we're going to show that we truly, genuinely love God? We're gonna seek him out, right? We're gonna seek more knowledge about him. We're gonna pursue him. It's it's an, a good example of this, husbands and wives. When um, when you were getting to know one another before you got married and you were dating, I mean that's the whole point of dating or courting or spending time together, right? Is you learn more about that person, you get to know them better. You want to get to know them better because you love them, right? You love them, you cherish them, they're valuable to you, so you seek after them. And that's what God wants us to do for him. And that is evidence of an intelligent heart. That's evidence of a wise ear. Okay, the ear of the wise remember who a wise person is according to Solomon it's a person who loves God with all their heart soul, mind, and strength it's Proverbs 1-7, it's the fear of the Lord putting God first Okay, so that's the idea here you're seeking more knowledge you're seeking more uh, more things and and knowing more things about God that is evidence of loving God with all your heart now verse 16, this is an interesting one here and then we're going to see how verse 15 ties into this So, verse 16, a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before the great. What in the world is he talking about here? A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before the great. This almost sounds like a bribe. It almost sounds like bribery here, right? Like, if you, you want to get recognized by the great you want you want the great to recognize you then then you lavish them with gifts right in order to get their attention it's almost like a bribe you're throwing things at them and then that you know then then you get what you want right that's not what this verse is talking about and there's actually two different ideas of giving money in in the hebrew thought and in the hebrew language and in in hebrew culture one way is a bribe and we've talked about a bribe. Solomon's discussed a bribe and he specifically uses a term referring to bribery um, in the Hebrew language and we've talked about that in the past in Proverbs. and a, a bribe is seen as a very negative thing, right you're you're giving money, you're trying to buy someone's vote or or pay for someone to change their decision in your favor to work for you, which goes against that person's, you know, um, original um, direction or objective opinion, okay? Think, think of, you know, paying off a judge um, to, to give a certain judgment in, in a certain case. That's a bribe, okay? It's a negative thing. Now, this one's a little bit different. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before the great. The idea behind this is that there are times that you might give a gift to someone and yeah, it might be to garner attention and to build a relationship with another person. There's nothing wrong with that. When you're date when you were dating your spouse, okay, husbands when you were dating your wife, you might have bought something for her, maybe flowers, or or paid for her meal when you went out on a date. Is that a bribe? Would you would you say that was a bribe? You're trying to buy her. Oh, that's such a negative thing. You were bribing that that young girl and taking advantage of her. No, you're pursuing her, and you're showing. Listen, here's the key. You're showing your willingness to sacrifice and make a commitment for her attention and her favor. That's not something that's a negative experience, That's not a negative thing, it's not a bribe, that's you, a man's gift, makes room for him and brings him before the great, his wife, because you know, your wife is, is the great here. So that's the idea behind it, is that you might give gifts and the purpose of giving those gifts is to show commitment, is to show investment. It's to show that you are in for it. You're you're willing to sacrifice things for this relationship or for this meeting or for this um, bringing you before the great. Okay, does that make sense? All right, so it's different from a bribe, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it. Now, how does this apply to verse 15, and how do we see this in a spiritual sense? Well, when we come to know Christ as Savior, we are, not, we are not earning it, right? Our salvation is not earned as a free gift of God. But there is a certain response that we need to have for salvation to work. And that response is we need to repent from seeking after the, the world with all our heart to seeking after God with all our heart. That's what repentance is, to be going one way, to do a 180, and turn back and go the opposite way. Before Christ, we're, we're living for ourselves. We're living for the material things of the world. We're chasing after money. We're chasing after other people. We're chasing after ourselves, whatever you want to come up with. When we see the glory of God in the face of Jesus, we repent from that. We turn to seeking after God, loving him with all our heart, honoring him with all our heart. And the evidence and the way we show that commitment and repentance is through seeking after God. The knowledge of the Lord. An intelligent heart is gained through salvation. You become a person who has an ear of the wise, the ear of the wise person. You become a wise person because you are now fearing the Lord and loving him with all your heart. And so you seek more knowledge about him because your value system has changed. Your whole outlook and value on life has changed. You see, verse 15 here is evidence of Verse 16, in the sense of salvation, when one comes to know Christ as Savior. So we end up giving a gift to God, in a sense, to to show our commitment. Well, what is that? It's, It's seeking after God. Seeking after more knowledge of God is our gift, which makes room for us and brings us before the great, the Lord Jesus Christ. By us seeking after God, that is evidence of us loving God with all our heart. It's the same. We go back to that same analogy, husbands and wives. When you were getting together and you were dating, you, you wanted to spend time together, right? A husband wanted to seek to spend time with this woman who he would like to marry one day. and Wives, vice versa, right? You sought after one another, that in itself, that action, that seeking the knowledge of the other person to learn more about them, to get to know them better is evidence that you care and love them, okay? And in a way, it's like bringing that gift before them, before the great, showing that there is a commitment there, there's a desire there for something more, to build a stronger, deeper relationship, And see that happens in salvation when we accept Christ that's what we're doing just like it happens when a marriage is forming between one man and one woman it's a beautiful picture and see marriage marriage is is the most beautiful perfect example of the type of relationship that God wants with us his pinnacle of creation man and woman he wants that intimate relationship with us and so verse 15 and 16, in, in, in so many ways, it kind of paints that picture. It paints that picture of salvation and what God really wants and what happens in, in the action of salvation. So it's, it's um, living out our faith. You know, James would look at these two verses and he would say, Ha, see, see, Solomon even said, Solomon even said that faith without works Is is not sufficient. You have to show your love. You have to show your affection by seeking after the knowledge of God. That gives evidence of real faith. You need faith, but you also need action. All right, some good stuff here. I can keep going about this. There's a lot of lot of other passages scripture that really correlate with these two verses very very well. But thank you for joining me this morning. At the end of the day. These two verses are all about seeking first the kingdom of God, knowing God, seeking after him, loving him, cherishing him, valuing him more than anything. And that is the greatest, greatest, um, wisest thing we can attain in our life is the realization, the truth, that God is the greatest treasure this universe has to offer. Thank you for joining me. Have a wonderful and blessed day, and I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.